0: Hi I'm Lippy and I'm
1: Grumpy together with Lippy and Grumpy do podcasting.
0: In this episode expanding cars, sinkhole watch, an unusual flute, the Carmen line and hot glue guns. Now Lippy. Yes. You
1: had a disastrous game of Monopoly last week.
0: Oh god don't. Do you know what I'd completely forgotten about that. (laughs) I was striked it from my memory
1: it was pretty poor to be honest it wasn't your fault it was luck thank you luck really or bad luck yeah because we all set up on the first lap as it were Mm. and then we don't buy on the first lap which is a rule i can't find in the rules so I don't know where that's come
0: from. Yeah, I don't from. know if other people do this, but we've always done yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's like. what they
1: call a house rule. It's the same as putting the money in the middle from fines and then scooping it up when you hit free yeah. parking Anyway, so you en- you ended up landing on the go-to-jail square. So that sent you back yes. half the board. And then yeah. you got out, and I think you got almost all the way around to go, and then drew a Chance on I community chess.
0: Community chess. And yeah. then back
1: to Old Kent Road. So by the time. Yeah,
0: and it said move backwards as well. It was very oh, specifically yes. said go back. Yes,
1: do not, to do not pass, go, do not collect £200. So by the time you'd managed one lap, we were all on our second or third.
0: Well, no, you missed one. After I did that, I then went into jail again. Oh, did you?
1: Oh, I missed that.
0: Yeah. Honestly, I think you guys probably had done four or five laps by the time I managed to do my one
1: yeah and surprise surprise wife a grumpy one by, shocking by just that was shocking was, just by buying everything and not letting me buy anything from her as well
0: I think also because there was five of us things were going really quickly yeah. as well like quicker than, even though I know it's only one more person but it felt like yes. the properties were going a lot quicker yes it did and by the time I started landing on stuff everything was bought well
1: there, there was nothing was there there was I think Two properties no. left. Two or, two or three. So, And it wasn't much better for me, to be honest. Because I... Yeah, yeah. at
0: least I didn't lose. Oh, you didn't lose either. We didn't lose. Chris lost.
1: Oh, wait, we annihilated... <laughs> he was the first. He was the first Victim. to crumble. But, um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so I look forward to a rematch on that.
0: Yes, I think so. And maybe scrap the rule about having to go around once before you can buy it.
1: Yeah, anything. maybe. I need to find out where that came from. I think it's... it's Probably an old one that we've had many years. Anyway, we a few weeks, months ago talked about garages and the fact that you yes. can't get cars in them. And there's been an RAC press release survey thing, whatever they want to call it, done, um, which was featured in a, in a whole bunch of papers saying the, unsurprisingly, the growing car size has caused havoc with garages. So they compare 1965. Austin Morris Eleven Hundred, which is a bit bigger than a classic Mini, not a great deal, with a Ford Fiesta, which is probably comparable sort of car for the two eras. So in nineteen sixty-five, this was one point five meters wide, and in mm. twenty twenty, it was one point seven meters wide, which is a fair mm. old increase. I would have said it was a bit more actually. Yeah, but um, Yeah, and I think. Possibly car, the Vauxhall car. Certainly the Courser's a lot bigger than the 2002 Corsa we had for a number of years.
0: Yeah, definitely. That little that little thing. Yeah,
1: but that's not the only reason the garages don't get used. They get filled up with stuff, which could mm-hmm. be washing machines and tumble dryers and racks of food. And things and, that you
0: don't want to put in your loft. Yeah,
1: things you don't want to put in your loft and just general dumping ground, really. So there's no way the car will get in. We've got an additional problem is... There was an extension done above our garage before we moved in, and the garage was single, single skinned ward, so they had to double it and they doubled it on the inside. So you could get oh, the car into the in through the door, yeah, but get actually getting the car door open, really not a chance at all. Mm. Apart from the fact it's full up with stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you, <useful laughs>
0: but you stuff. wouldn't get the car but in there getting, anyway. Well,
1: certainly not with a washing machine in the sink. But interestingly, the insurance companies have said it costs more on average to insure a car that's kept in a garage than it does for one on the driveway.
0: That seems odd. It
1: does, but what they said is there's more likelihood of something falling from a shelf or being knocked over and damaging the car. Which sort of makes sense, really. But
0: what if you don't have any shelves in your garage? Well, it
1: was an average. And I don't think they come around and inspect it.
0: But they probably don't ask the questions. Is it in a garage? Yes. Oh, oh no.
1: It'll country. be some division of underwriting. So they'll they'll see or division of the data they use for underwriting. So they'll mm. see there's more claims for cars kept in garages than, than kept outside. So they'll make a general assessment. Yes, I was surprised at that. You would have thought, certainly with the current crop of keyless cars being stolen almost at will, mm that actually keeping one of those in the garage would be more secure than keeping it on the drive.
0: Definitely, yeah.
1: You you can never really tell with these these surveys and reports. To be honest, sometimes they're a bit skewed. Anyway, I have sinkhole news. Oh, yes. yes. So, Thames Water turned up, well, initially on mm. Sunday, the van, white well, van with drains written on it, appeared yeah. for a short period. And then on Monday, a white van turned up with two workers in oh, there mm. who got it out and put some wood out and change the fencing from silver to blue for some reason and yeah i don't know why yeah lots of more plastic fencing and all the silver fencing is piled up on the verge further down the road anyway they've been waiting for skip to arrive so they can start digging out the hole so yesterday a digger arrived which they've managed to park in the area they've got cut off they keep telling us that they're going to have to dig further down the road because i don't know where Decent part the of pipe. Yeah. Well, they know where the problem is, but they don't know where the solid piece of pipe is. So they might have to dig up and block us in.
0: Uh, okay. Which
1: will be a minor inconvenience, but but nothing more than that. So that was yesterday. So
0: you'll get some money from your council tax. Oh no, because this
1: is Thames Water. <laughs> yeah, typical. So yeah, so that was yesterday. So they sat in the van all day waiting for the skip to arrive. The digger arrived, still can't do anything. So today, still no skip. Having sat around all day, a toilet has arrived though. So a turdus has arrived. Three da- After three days, which seems ridiculous. So I don't know what they've been doing for the last three Sweet. days. Yeah. So they spent some time sitting in the well, hole. Who knows? So they spent some time sat in the digger and moving that around in a very small space and they went home again. The guy was saying, he's done this in three days. He said, but we can't dig the earth out and leave it on the road. It's got to go in a <laughs> skip. Yeah. So we can't do anything, which is just dreadful. And on the fence end, they've put a notice, Thames Water and the job number and contact number, and what have you. And they've got the audacity to put improving our network, which they're not. They're repairing it. Which
0: they're not. They're fixing an issue. They're fixing they're
1: an issue that they refuse to accept there was a problem for 18 months. They said there's no problem there. So I'm afraid...
0: You should cross that bit out. Go get a black marker and just cross it out. I have suggested that.
1: Do it. Yeah. Go I, on, I And unfortunately, Thames Water... Ought- improving anything. They're just fixing problems as they occur. Yeah. Uh, which is just shocking. It's what happens when you have a utility driven by shareholder value,
0: mm. unfortunately.
1: But we won't go there.
0: No. That's a that's a topic for another well, day. Well <laughs> possibly.
1: Maybe a little bit too political. So you wanted to talk about two good to go bags.
0: Yes, because I found about out about these the other day and I really want to try them, but I haven't had the opportunity to try it yet. So I'm hoping next week I might oh I might do one for lunch. But anyway, there's a really cool thing, a company that is trying to decrease food waste. Excellent. So it's a completely separate company and companies can sign up to it. So I think one like Costa are on it, Regs. Okay. I think Toby Carvery, like there's some really interesting ones. Some supermarkets are on there as well. You go on, you download the app and it comes up with all these options. And basically you can get a bag. The bags vary in price depending on size and things like that. But you can reserve bags to start with. So you can reserve a bag in the morning to pick up in the afternoon that hasn't even been filled yet. Or you can get them in the afternoon. They give you a little time slot and you go and pick up your bag. And they're like, I think the max priced one I've seen so far was like £4. And it was from Greg's. And this lady got like sandwiches, sausage rolls. Donuts, like so much food. But the point is that it's food that can't be sold tomorrow because the expiry, in quotation marks, is the day that you get the bag. Okay. Obviously, they can't sell it, but you can normally eat it the day
1: after. So is it a sell-by date or the best-before date? Because those are two slightly different things.
0: Sell-by date. Because obviously they're the ones, like Greg's can't then sell it the next day, but... They can give it away, so they put them in these big bags, and you can get the bags really cheap, but it's to decrease food waste, because if they didn't give it to somebody, yeah, sure. they would have chucked yeah. it.
1: So it's a bit of like a jamboree bag, so you don't know what's going to be in there, you're just, you're buying yeah. a bag. of box. That's, that yeah. sounds very exciting. So where do you get these from?
0: So it's an app that you download, okay. and then you put your postcode in, and it tells you what um, restaurants... Are doing it in your area and then you pay through the app the app gives you a time slot and then that's when you go and pick it up
1: oh you have to do it through the app
0: you have to do it through the app yeah so i can go and get one from costa coffee for three pounds if i wanted to today there's one waitrose has got a five pound Ooh, fancy
1: yeah it would be more expensive wouldn't it
0: (laughs) yeah there's one called really awesome calf
1: oh is that close by
0: it is that sounds good doesn't it so it does give you a rough idea of what you could get just so because if like you've never never heard of Costa Coffee before yeah, sure, you might not know exactly what would be in the bag but it gives you a rough idea so this one says like pastry sandwiches or cakes if they're contents of your magic bag and then they all have ratings on them as well so you can see like how good the food is that's come from the bag as well.
1: Excellent so th-
0: I just think it's a really great idea.
1: It is a really good idea really good if it reduces the food wastage then i mean the website says a third of food is wasted which you know is outrageous yeah.
0: it's crazy it does also tell you how much the bag is worth which is quite yeah. good as well so help sometimes to know when you're saving money but the the waitress one is worth 15 pounds and you're buying it for five yeah, so you're getting 10 pounds worth of food for free but then that's also 10 pounds worth of food that's not going down the drain yes
1: absolutely right the only thing that worries me slightly is if you live for a week on the Greg's bag with the greatest will in the world, it's not the most healthiest food.
0: I, Yeah, I don't. Because the, the things like the waitress, it will be like sandwiches. It's all going to be very bready. Yeah.
1: And of course, you you're pastory. gluten-free, aren't you? When it suits you.
0: Well I no, I've I've decided that was we thought I was having a stomach issue and I thought it could be gluten. But it's being resolved without having to be gluten-free. So I'm not gluten-free. I just thought I'd give it a go whilst it was being looked into and we now know the issue's not gluten, so I think
1: giving it a I go stretching the term somewhat.
0: I honestly, it was actually hysterical because I went to a barbecue on like the first I think it's like the second proper day I was doing gluten-free. And it was a spontaneous barbecue. Our friends just message and be like, "Oh, come around We've got some barbecue food left over. Like, let's have a little get together." So we went and we started like putting food on our plate. And they were like, "Oh, do you want a bread roll?" And I was like, "Oh no, thanks. I'm being gluten free." Explained why. Then saw on the packaging, my friend goes, "Oh, it's a brioche one." And I was like, "Okay, I'll take a bread roll." It's <laughs> <That's>
1: ridiculous.
0: <laughs> Can't turn round, turn down a brioche roll for your mm. burger.
1: Well, at least you haven't got to carry on the facade of being gluten-free.
0: No, you're the only one that brings it up now.
1: Well, only after the vegetarian thing. <laughs> Story for another day. Anyway, that looks yeah. brilliant. And if it's also food that you can make into something, so ingredients, as they're normally known as, that would be I'm really good. I'm not
0: sure it is, but... would
1: well, it be interesting to see what happens as the scheme expands...
0: Yeah. I think it is quite new mm. still.
1: Yes, I would think so. There's not
0: too many know about it, but I think it's, it's more of a, you get a bag when you can't think of a dinner idea. So you grab one and you just eat whatever, whatever's in it yes. kind of vibes, like student-y vibes
1: or camping vibes,
0: camping vibes. Yeah. More, more than this bag is going to last me a week kind of thing. Yeah. It's more of a quick meal, lunch yes, for the next absolutely, day. Yeah. But it's good.
1: And do you think actually £3 for a bag, that's a lot cheaper than buying lunch?
0: Oh yeah, definitely. You'll get a lot more as well. Like you get, some of the bags I've seen, you get ridiculous amounts of stuff.
1: Now, talking about food, I found in one of my weird news travels around the internet, two gentlemen made a flute out of, would you believe, chocolate.
0: That seems rather unproductive.
1: It's a very odd material to use, to be honest.
0: I feel like that would melt as you blow on it.
1: Yes, I I would have thought so. So there's an Indian pastry chef called Vinesh and his friend who's a flutist called Path. So they got together to do this. So they spent quite a lot of time working out how to do it. So it wasn't the sort of thing that Mm. they rocked up a restaurant and go, right, we're going to create a chocolate flute. It, It took some time to do. So they launched it on the 7th of July, which is not only wife of Grumpy's birthday, it's also World Chocolate Day, coincidentally.
0: Oh, didn't know that. No,
1: no, I didn't know that. There's a world day for everything, eventually. There is, isn't there? Yes.
0: Every day is is a day for something, I'm sure.
1: Yes, absolutely. I, I think there's a website with it on. Path, who played it, obviously, and I believe there is a video for mm. it. I'll have a look around and put a link up. So he says, I didn't just get to play it. I got to eat it too. So I don't know how how far or how much he managed to, to play before before eating it. Uh, it's, oh no, it's Instagram. It's on. So uh, yeah, we'll put a link to that. But I thought I want to. I can imagine thing. a
0: f- flute's probably probably the easiest instrument to make out of chocolate and then actually play. So the recorder it is...
1: would have been easier because the flute has mechanical bits as well. It's.
0: Oh, it does! It, it's, it. it's not
1: simply a, a.
0: I was thinking of a recorder in my. Head.
1: Yeah, looking <laughs> a at flute's
0: this flute's the side one, isn't it? Yeah,
1: looking at this, I think it is simply a sideways recorder, which honestly is the worst instrument in the entire universe. In my view, there's nothing worse than a recorder.
0: I used to have a purple sparkly. It just sounds dreadful. Oh, we used to have a great little music box.
1: We did. Well, you enjoyed it.
0: Smashing things around.
1: <laughs> the, the drums and other bits are not so bad, but there is something very shrill about a recorder that just puts my teeth on edge, which is an odd saying. Well, <laughs> oh, talking about odd sayings, yes. some, we'll talk about summer break shortly. Wife of yes. Grumpy is going to do a feature on where phrases came from.
0: I know. She gave me a few little sneak peeks. Some of them are interesting. Yes. I was impressed. Really
1: interesting. So, odd mm. phrases. And I can't remember the ones that um, she spoke about. It was only a few days ago, but that's that's gone. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Didn't yes. Well, so, we.
1: in the, in the author, we'll be uh, adding a new feature, possibly with some sound mm. effects as well.
0: Oh, I love a yeah, sound effect.
1: Absolutely. Maybe we need a jingle. We've seen DJ Finn in a couple of weeks, so we'll um, we could, see. We could get him yeah. to make us a jingle. So, you are also trawling for weird news.
0: I was. And what did
1: you come up with?
0: I found that they have sent squids into space.
1: And why did they do that?
0: To keep the astronauts healthy is the main headline, but I think it's to see they they're studying this, if the squid will help the scientists cope with health issues. So it's not like
1: so it's not like Uber eats. They're not sending the squid into space so the astronauts can eat them or or yes. do it have anything to do with it. Really, it's it's looking at their immune
0: systems. Seeing how they cope in space and then seeing how that can then help the space... The astro- the sp- I nearly said the spacemen.
1: <laughs> the astronauts. <laughs> well, spacemen, that counts. Uh, same thing.
0: They are spacemen.
1: Don't know how somebody worked out the connection between squid and humans. That that sounds like something mm. you get in a comic book, to be honest. Squid man. or
0: It does a bit. And
1: it worries me slightly that somebody has looked at a comic book and gone, do you know what would be a really good idea? And that's if we put some squid into space instead of people... But they can't operate yeah. the controls. very, very difficult. That's not the only space news of this week, though. Is it not? It is not. No, Sunday. Quite a lot happened on Sunday. For some reason, I thought the, Grand- the British Grand Prix was on Sunday.
0: We did too, but it's not, is it? They're all here. That
1: is why. That's where it came from. It was Chris mm, told me that. All the
0: racers, all the drivers are here.
1: Yeah. Well, I it was weird because on Friday, I'd watched a bit of the live feed from Goodwood Festival of Speed. And I'm thinking that's normally the weekend before the Grand Prix because the mm. Formula One drivers like to go and do a bit at Goodwood, and then yeah. British Grand Prix the weekend afterwards. So I mm. think, you oh, know, that's odd. And that's on the same day as the football final and Wimbledon's men's final. Goodwood Festival of Speed is very odd. And I'm looking; I keep looking for the results, and there's nothing at all. That's very yeah. strange. I hope there hasn't been a horrendous accident. And uh, because. Yeah. Then finally looks at the, the date week. and it's, yeah, it's a week later. So on Sunday, yeah. amongst all of the sporting goings on, Richard Branson beat Jeff Bezos into space.
0: Richard Branson's gone into space?
1: Well, there's the question. So the two of them, I mean, Richard Branson has he formed Virgin Galactic years ago. I think it might be 20 years ago. So he's been trying mm. to get into space. I mean, aviation was always his first love, despite having set up the Virgin record and virgin labels aircraft was his, his true love so space is an extension yeah. of that so there has been a, this sort of billionaire race between jeff bezos of amazon or ex amazon and richard branson elon musk of tesla although this week he said
0: obviously didn't. elon musk won no
1: he didn't no he's not been in space
0: oh not personally oh, no, so these are they're personally. personally going into space what? Okay, carry on, because I'm confused at how Richard Branson's in space, and I didn't know that.
1: Well, now, there's a thing called the Kármán Line. Mm. This has been set by the Federation Aeronautique International, which is yes. a French organisation, but they're Swiss-based. And they define the Cayman Line as the altitude of 100 kilometres above Earth's mean sea level. And that's where okay. the atmosphere turns into space. However, yeah. NASA says the boundary is 80 kilometres, or 50 miles above sea level. So they view anybody that goes past that line as being an astronaut. Yeah. So Richard Branson on Sunday reached 53 miles above mean sea level. So he didn't go past the Kármán line, he did go past the NASA line. Yeah. Now, of course, Jeff Bezos hasn't missed this, because his spaceship, which will be going 20th of July, will actually go to 62 miles. So that will be just above (laughs) the thousand kilometers. So as far as he's concerned, Branson hasn't got into space. He's gone to the edge of space, but Bezos will go into space. So there's been a bit of a Twitter war going on. Yeah, I can imagine. (laughs) And two very different approaches to it. So Blue Origin, which is Jeff Bezos' company, is more of a traditional rocket. Goes up with a pod on the top that will go into Mm. space and then parachute back down again. Whereas Richard Branson's was more like the original space shuttle testing, where they'd strap basically a space shuttle on top of a jumbo and then launch it from the jumbo. So obviously late, okay. later ones they attached it to a rocket, but for trials they'd stick it on the back of a jumbo. So it was a bit like that, but a lot more elegant. Yeah. So I would imagine that's going to rumble on and, on and on and on, and we'll never know the answer to that. Interestingly, the Blue Origin mission is taking a lady called Wally Funk, which is a brilliant name absolutely brilliant that is
0: a great name she
1: is 82 years old she trained as an astronaut in the 1960s as part of a woman in space program however the program was just suddenly cancelled and if you read some papers they're saying it's because they were female Hence, women in space
0: obviously maybe
1: maybe not who knows but she didn't get to go which you know having done all that training and she's been trying ever since to get up there and she's part of that mission
0: Oh, with, my God, that's so cute. Which is brilliant. brilliant. That's really nice. Yeah. 82, yeah. though, that's a lot of G-force for an 82-year-old. I reckon she's a bit saggy, too. Her face is going to be like... Mool. Well, there
1: are pictures of her on the internet. She'd look fit as a fiddle. Just, a, just I, a little bit I can imagine
0: if she's wanting to go into space, she has kept fitness at a level, yeah. which means that she can go into space. And, and
1: bearing in mind, all they're doing, say all, is they're going up in a rocket, you sit in a rocket, you go yeah. on a, quite a ride for
0: mm. X
1: minutes... You pop into space. You're in there for a couple of minutes, and then you come back down again. So I
0: hope she has a window seat.
1: That oh was cold. the best lippyism ever. <laughs> <laughs> JJonak but it will be blue, 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 <gasps> blue white, 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 blue, 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 dark, 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 blue, 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 white, 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 yeah, blue, blue, blue. Splash. want to go all
0: that way and not see anything. It'll well, be you? dark. You'll see, no, but yeah, you'll you'll see, see some. But you still want to have a little looky. Yeah. One day you'll be able to pay stupid amounts of money to go like on an aeroplane into space. Well, that basically. is the whole point
1: of Virgin Galactic. In fact, both of these mm. is that you can do space tourism, as they call it. And That's I ridiculous. think you can buy a ticket with Virgin for something in the region of £250,000. <sighs> so wow. it's possible. There's no date on that ticket. But obviously, with that getting having happened with Branson almost going into space, then that is a mm. very big step closer.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it's good they're taking an 82-year-old, actually, because then if we ever do have to leave the Earth and, like, have you know, you've seen the film? Uh, what's that film called where they're looking at other planets for everyone to move to? Oh,
1: there's a few, fair few films with that as the plot. But I can't base space travel on the movies. That's not a scientific approach.
0: No, but I'm just thinking, like, if that ever does end up happening, then it's good to know that the old people can come with us.
1: But why would you take the old people? they will just... They'll need the loo every ten minutes. They'll complain that the tea's not hot enough. It just, yeah, it's too cold in a spaceship. It just, no, leave them behind. I'm sorry. So I'm looking forward to the twentieth, which will be next week sometime. Very soon. Well, because of, am I meant to be? No, when the blue. Oh, oh I said <laughs> the blue origin ship Absolute goes up. Yeah, you're not following this. Yeah, there,
0: didn't I? <laughs> I hadn't, the date hadn't stuck. The date hadn't stuck. I was thinking, oh my God, I've forgotten something. What have I forgotten? <laughs> yes.
1: Well, you haven't forgotten anything in this case, apart from the yeah. fact that's when the Jeff Bezos space trip is.
0: Blue. Origin. Origin is going. Yeah.
1: Now, as you know, we've got quite an old television. Yeah. It's still flat screen. It's not CRT, but it's yeah. got to be 15 years old.
0: It must be. I don't remember getting that TV, so...
1: It was good. It was a long while ago and it works perfectly. Mm. So I have no yeah, desire to, to change it. In fact, I was talking to somebody a while back and he said, Oh, yeah, they were really good sets though. So we're going to hang on to that. The problem is it's not very smart.
0: No, it's not. It
1: only has two HDMI sockets. Didn't know what the internet was. So they've ended up with a whole bunch of boxes connected to it for. Yes. Them. So there's a PlayStation. A stupid
0: amount of boxes. Yeah,
1: there is a stupid amount of boxes. I mean, the thing is, we could probably thin them down a bit, but then you get a. I have this habit of buying films on DVD from mm. eBay because they're really cheap. And you put them in the PlayStation and they just don't work. So we've got a, another no. little Blu ray pair. So they're, they're, we need a number of different boxes. But of course. Have
0: you got a VCR? We have, but that's not connected
1: well. to the television but we do have a vcr <laughs> there is then another box so that we've got enough hdmi cables to plug into the, yes. to in the back so as a result of that there are a fair few remote controls
0: are oh, ridiculous do you know to the point where i couldn't actually work the tv the last time i came over because i couldn't figure out which remote i needed for.
1: well that's that's designs that you don't come over so much <laughs> so you don't think i could just pitch up and watch the telly you could pitch up and do something
0: that's no, true. pitch up and eat your food, yeah, that's, that's what true. I tend to Anyway, I had
1: this sort of vision in my head, having a little bit like an upturned revolver where you put the bullets in and you spin them around, that sort of thing. So you've got a handle mm. with a with a rod that sticks out and then a yeah. piece of pipework and then the remote controls attach to that pipework. So you spin it around to get the one you want and then press the yeah. button. Now the reason for this is five remote controls, they're going to end up in five different places in the house. It always yes, happens. Have, always yeah.
0: happens. So you have to
1: go on a bit of a hunt. Somebody's, some reason, taken one into the downstairs toilet with them. Yeah. and That takes ages to find.
0: Or put it in the fridge.
1: Or put it in the fridge. Yeah, the fridge. Anyway, the, a dad in Tennessee, in America, has obviously had exactly the same problem. Because what he's done is taken, admittedly, they're a bit lightweight because they've only got three of these remote controls plus one of those bluetooth finders he's got a hot glue gun and he's just glued the whole lot together like a massive bar <laughs> of toberone now there is one problem with this how to change the batteries
0: yeah well yours obviously aren't smart but mine is solar powered remote
1: don't you have to keep it outside no no mm. oh, well that's very good Well, ours are nowhere near solar-powered, so... (laughs) so But he's put an advert on something like Craigslist. I don't know what it is. So, for $10, I'll come to your house and hot glue all your TV remotes together, which is a good gig if you can get it, because you can get through that quite quickly. But the problem with hot gluing is if the hot glue ends up on your fingers, it does hurt. done it Mm. many a time. Anyway, I have no news from the allotment because the weather has just been so grotty. I haven't been around much.
0: It's looking up, though, but this weekend. It is looking up,
1: and I'm looking forward to a to Friday that. session down there to try and remove yeah. probably more bindweed, because that's the one thing that seems to grow with without any help whatsoever. But I have got, as uh, a gentleman a little bit further along, gave me some tomato plants. So not ha- nice. Well, I've not had much luck with tomatoes there in the past. They, they get blight, oh. which he assures me is from potatoes, but I wasn't growing potatoes at the time. So And mm. it was a week where it was... Very hot one week, and they were fine. They were just ripening, and then the following week was so so humid, and I think that's what that kills it. It just so, killed them uh, off. Yeah, but he does seem to know what he's talking about. He's got a number of allotments. I think I spoke about oh. him a couple of weeks ago. He's the one that's had the badgers eating his carrots.
0: Yes, him.
1: Yes. So yeah, so I'm looking forward to a bit of getting my fingers a bit dirty. Should be good. It'll
0: be good in the sunshine. Yes,
1: be very nice indeed. So, have you got a top tip for us, Lippy?
0: I do slightly rogue top it. Oh, I
1: like a rogue one.
0: Well, not that rogue. It's to do with decorating. To oh, be really? <laughs> it was a bit of a dumb moment I had. I'll tell the backstory first, actually. So we were having friends over, and I thought I'd do some painting before they came, so they weren't coming till like seven. So I started painting away, and I sat there, and I was like, I'm getting so headachey and just like not feeling well. And I had the door closed and the windows closed in the room I was painting. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to cancel tonight. Like I'm really not feeling well. So I went downstairs to tell Chris that I was I think we might have to cancel or like he can still see them, but I'm just not. I'm gonna sit upstairs and probably go to bed early. About five, 10 minutes after I'd been out of the room, I was like, I feel absolutely fine now. Been in the garden, got some fresh air. Then it clicked that when you're painting, you're meant to open all the windows and the door to ventilate the room properly so that you don't get high off the fumes. I
1: do believe it says that on the tin.
0: It literally does say that on the tin. And I just I was so excited that I just started like I didn't think about opening the windows or like I kept the door shut. I can't remember why I shut the door. There was a reason I shut the door. I think it was because of dust and stuff but i just thought oh, i'll shut the door didn't open the window so i was too excited and then i got high off paint fumes and felt very unwell yes
1: well people do it's it's not there's a lot yeah. of unpleasant chemicals in there, let's put it that way
0: it was very unenjoyable
1: yeah so top tip really is to read the instructions for the second week no. we've discovered <laughs> that you think you've read the instructions but in reality you have not
0: well, no. My top tip is to make sure you open your windows when you're painting. That's the actual top. Well, I tip. think the
1: top tip should be read the instructions.
0: Also, I'm a good painter. I've realised I've done a cracking job. Mm. My cutting in isn't great. I will be trying for the third time with dark colour, but second th- it was better the second time. So I'm getting better. Well, metal.
1: that's the first room that's you've painted, so I wouldn't expect to yeah. to do it bang on first time. It takes takes Something some practice
0: and next i've got to paint plaster without it cracking so that'll be interesting
1: well have a have a read of the book i gave you
0: yes i know what to do yeah. i need to do half paint half water
1: you mix it together you don't paint paint on and then paint water on oh yeah obviously, well not like, obviously no well hang on water? this is the this is the woman <laughs> that just tried to paint a room with the windows and doors shut so i'm not assuming anything <laughs> fair point fair point <laughs> i thought so so I have a fun fact, and it is a fun fact. Ernest Hemingway, the author, yes. was on an African safari and survived two plane crashes in two days.
0: Sorry, had what? two plane
1: crashes in two days. Obviously quite unlucky. Or lucky, depending on how you look <laughs> at it. After the second plane crash, he was reported dead, until a day later he was spotted coming out of the jungle in high spirits, carrying bananas and a bottle of gin. It money. is it's amazing, isn't it? I hope it's true.
0: <laughs> I bet he had the best time of his life in that jungle. Well, I'm not sure for, about the
1: best time, for but. A day. <laughs>
0: well, he's got well, bananas and a bottle of gin. Well, that sounds great. The thing is,
1: how many bottles of gin did he start with? He came out carrying one, and he may have had a few more.
0: I can't believe Two plane crashes. That's impressive. Yes,
1: it is, isn't it? I'm
0: surprised he ever got on a plane again.
1: Maybe he thought he was lucky.
0: Or didn't die in the jungle, to be fair. Like a day in the jungle is a long time to be in the jungle.
1: Yeah, it is. Your gin is a suitable replacement for water. No. At all. And
0: bananas aren't a great weapon.
1: (laughs) No, but they're quite good as a foodstuff.
0: Yes, true.
1: Yeah. And maybe you could barter.
0: With the monkeys, probably, but not with the leopards and jaguars.
1: So, Lippy, this is episode 40.
0: It is. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, it does seem to have shot by. And we've got August coming Mm up. And we're away for a bit and there's quite a lot going there's on a lot, so we take yeah there is a lot so we've just taken the decision taken to is that how you say it? Like
0: we've to, taken the decision t- taken we've <laughs> made
1: the decision basically we're having a holiday we for are. a
0: month we're gonna have a little breaky break we're just like
1: we're gonna have a little break and what we will do we will recycle some of the old stuff so there will be something to listen to should you want to listen to the old stuff so we'll our last episode will be friday the 30th mm-hmm. of july and then we'll be back on the 3rd of september yes. also gives us a bit of chance to plan some specials that mm. we've been talking about they're going to be fun they are going to be fun we've got one on the movie jaws which i love love that film which i love i've got plenty of reading material for that and also on the bermuda triangle which fascinated me since a child
0: Oh, do you so know about this I've one got a
1: a special book coming from the states about the bermuda uh-huh. triangle so hopefully that'll that'll arrive before Ooh. we go camping so give me something i normally take a massive pile of books to radio whilst camping and, and don't manage to get through all of them so we'll see so yes, uh, yeah so just to let you know so august we're taking off and we'll be back on the 3rd of september that's it for this podcast thank you so much for listening
0: You can help spread Lippy and Grumpy's view on life by leaving a review on your favourite podcast platform.
1: If you're not sure how to leave a review, or if you download from Spotify, there's some help at lippyandgrumpy.uk slash review.
0: And if you would like to get in touch, email podcast at lippyandgrumpy.uk.
1: So it's goodbye from me.
0: And goodbye from him. Goodbye. Goodbye.